Hello everyone, this is George Mapp with the Carolina Tar Wheels. I'm at Yorktown, Virginia today with Courtney Kelly and John Oppenheisen. And we are here at Grace Episcopal Church. And uh, everyone knows about Yorktown. It's the uh, Revolutionary War. It's where the surrender of Cornwallis took place. And it's nowadays it's known as the beginning or the end point of the Transamerica Bike Trail. So I just happened to be riding around town one day and noticed the old church in town. It was not made of brick. It was kind of beige color. And it got me sort of interested. And I looked on the internet and I found that it's made of the local material marl. Marl. Mm -hmm. stone. Yes. This uh, like compressed seashells and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. mud. And uh, <laughs> it's very unusual in that aspect. And, and I just happened to notice they have a bicycle ministry and they provide hospitality to the Transamerica bike trail riders. So I thought it would be a great time to ask Courtney and John about their ministry and how they got started on it and what it's like today. Well, I think we bought the house in about 2001. And then in 2002, I think Elsa started, the rector's wife, Elsa Bacham, started thinking about, since this is the beginning and the end of the Trans-America Trail, and she'd heard about hosting and warm showers and all that, that this would be the perfect place where we could host uh, either departing or returning uh, cyclists. So she contacted Adventure Cycling and got us uh, registered in there under maps, you know, that mm -hmm. have the uh, admin notes on it for where you can stay and who's willing to accept a cyclist. And uh, so we started putting our name in there, and uh, that's and that was in 2002, and we basically started in 2003, and we've been going every year since. So we're sitting in the living room of a small brick home here, and uh, it's overlooking the York River, and there's a couple of bedrooms here, and each bed has a couple of twin beds. Each room has a couple of twin. One upstairs, one downstairs. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of the term trail magic that hikers use whenever they come upon someone who lives near a trail and who provides hospitality without asking for anything in return. Mm -hmm. You guys would be the trail angels in, in that <laughs> well, terminology. Well, I, like I like that terminology since we are a church. I like that very much. So, uh, Courtney, if someone wanted to partake of your hospitality, they would contact you. Is that right, Hal? Usually. Well, both of us, actually, because I think John's listed also. Oh, yeah. I'm listed in the uh, <clears throat> Adventure Cycling uh, publications, and I guess they have an app now, so... Uh, Probably on the app also. Yeah. And they they do. I just got a call yesterday from someone, and they may give us a day's notice. They may give us an hour's notice. And we're always happy to have them here. The Episcopal Church is all about welcoming people. And this is a great ministry. I'm thrilled that they can have a place that is relatively cool and or warm with a hot shower, plenty of towels. We have a lot of meetings down here, but we're always willing to have them here. We just let them know there may be other things going on, but they have all been very gracious about it and worked around our schedule very nicely. And we, I can say I do, and we as a church just love this. You're overlooking the river. We have a meditation garden. And to be able to share it 
is wonderful. This is what makes us part of the Jesus movement, as our bishop says. And we're <laughs> always happy to do it. So do you get more people who are starting out or more people who are ending up here? I think it's about even. It really is about even. Uh, and the last year was an unusual year where it was the 40th anniversary of the trail. So I think we had 100 people come through here. And, but normally it's pretty even. You know, it starts people departing in uh, early to mid-April. And then, uh, well, I think we've got our first returning cyclist tomorrow, right? Yes, we have. Um, the, Which is pretty early. The one that, yes, the one that just called yesterday said he's on the tail end of his trip. And the other two, I believe, are beginning. Yes. So I said, y'all should have some lively conversation. (laughs) (laughs) They can pass along tidbits and and, and give him some moral support. Um, But I like that. I like the way they can um, kind of play off each other and give them support. You know, that. Yeah. I'm surprised he's coming this early because the Rockies, uh, Um, you know. Yeah. He came across the Rockies and not too long ago it was snowing pretty good Mm -hmm. up there, so. Yeah, 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 I was rather surprised. It's just well June first, yeah. so he must have started pretty early. Um, yeah, I was thinking about the movie, the way Charlie Sheen's dad, Martin Sheen, is in it. He's an eye doctor. He, Martin Sheen plays an eye doctor, mm-hmm. an older man, and his son goes off to Spain for the. It's called the Way of Saint James, Camino de Santiago is mm-hmm. the name of it. Mm-hmm. And he and his son kind of had a combative relationship and they showed him the beginning he took him to the airport and they were arguing the dad was saying well you know most people real people can't take off six months to do a trip like this and the son dies on the trail the dad gets the call and the dad goes to Spain to the Pyrenees to get pick up his stuff and talk to people and the dad ends up making the, mm-hmm. the walk in the trail it's a very interesting movie a, a journey like this a, a big trip like this can mark a transition point in someone's life and I bet you get a lot of stories like that that people who have done this and or are beginning to do this mm-hmm. and there there's some life event may that's have, the catalyst for been, the trip yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are I um I'm sure there are this would be to me it would be life-changing I would I've never done anything close to this <laughs> um <laughs> and I admire the ones that can and not only are they you know they're not just Young people, you would be surprised. There's um, teenagers, I believe, have done it. Parent teams, mother-daughter, father-daughter, things like that. It's just been a very interesting mix of people. And the journal, like as I said, we've got um, at least one and a half paid, one and a half books full of adventures, and um, from all over the world, right, John? Just mm-hmm. yeah, and. Uh... The interesting thing is uh, everybody that comes from Europe is always amazed at the hospitality that they find going cross-country. Mm-hmm. They say, I don't think we find this in Europe. But they're just <laughs> amazed. And uh, I've yet to hear pr- real problems or people not, <clears throat> not accepting, accepting them as they come across. You know, stories like uh, I had a, a Dutch uh, man and his son came Oh, no, they didn't finish the trail. They got stuck in Kansas when the temperatures were over 100. And the dad overheated a couple times, so they finally decided, okay, this is enough. We'll do the rest by car. But anyway, 
he, uh, you know, they went at the time one day and they thought they'd get their hair cut. And the guy says, oh, we don't charge cyclists. So it was free. <laughs> you know, he couldn't believe it. And uh, they were at campgrounds and uh, a couple would show up and say, you guys cyclists, why don't you come to dinner? Stories like that. And the other thing I'd say about the people you meet, you know, I've probably met hundreds, almost a thousand now. There's not one I would not want to meet again. So that's uh, something for the type of person that comes through here. Well, Corgi tells me that in the situations when this place is not available, that you've actually put up bikers in your own home there. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I've uh, I've got a small room above my garage, complete facilities, and I've had as many as five pack in there. And every year, John hosts a cyclist ministry luncheon. For people that are just starting out, right? Are they Yeah, ending? it's a guided tour by Adventure Cycling. They have, I think they run one or two a year. And uh, every year in May, we host about uh, 12 to 15 cyclists for lunch here. You know, we get some people from the church to bring in food also. But they meet in uh, Williamsburg, and then they do a shakedown run down here and also to dip their tires and take the pictures and all that. Mm-hmm. And, so then we feed them lunch, and then they go back to Williamsburg and continue on from there. But that's all John. He says other people help, but, and they do, but John's, John does the lion's share of the cooking <laughs> and the planning and the communications. I just have to get them to John most of the time and turn it over to him because he is quite capable. And I think I think you enjoy it just as much as they do. Yeah, I do. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the same organization that does the maps and everything yes. and that originally set up the, the trail route and mm-hmm. everything. What do they say about danger on the trail, like cars, traffic, and that sort of thing? Every once in a while they talk about somebody in a pickup truck getting a little too close to them. It's very isolated incidents. Not hurt anybody that really got scared. It's just a little surprised, you know, that somebody comes by them and crowds them a little bit. Some right, people, right, yes, right. they don't seem to like sharing the road, but obviously yeah. they need to. We're yeah. all, and we're again, all since in the same city. <laughs> trail has been going for 40 years now. You know, most people along the trail are used to cyclists. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, they don't like the dogs in Kentucky. Although, from what I've heard, the, the people that go out first get get at the worst. And after that, sometimes all you have to do is point your finger at them because they've gotten sprayed or with the pepper spray or whatever. Oh. So oh, as soon yeah. as you point a finger at them, they say, oh. Okay. You can even train the dogs to, to welcome the cyclists, it sounds That's like. Right. Excellent. <laughs> The traffic is the thing that concerns me the most. Mm-hmm. We go that would terrify me. That's yeah. probably why I'm not an avid cyclist. What do you think the farthest away has been? Do you know? Well, I mean, uh, we've had some Chinese. Uh, mm-hmm. One year we had three Koreans. In fact, I stayed up with at my house. And interesting because communications was limited. <laughs> but then last year we had three deaf cyclists come through. Oh, that's right. And that was interesting also. Yeah. We did a lot of riding back and forth. Right. In fact, uh, the sheriff called me up, or sheriff deputy called me up, <clears throat> and said, hey, I've got a deaf cyclist here. 
Methinks uh, you guys host uh, cyclists. I said, yes, we certainly do. He says, oh, I didn't know, know that. So he made his way here, and then uh, a week later, his deaf son showed up, plus another deaf man. And that was the first uh, first time I've com communicated with the deaf cyclist. Uh huh. It was interesting. I would think that would be a challenge. Yeah. But I guess they're used to, uh, you know, they've got a little pad in their pocket, and mm -hmm. so they just start writing. Yeah, some so things are universal, too, I guess, in a lot of sign language. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, not just informal. Point the thing that, like, you're going to yeah. escort the, guy, the yeah. dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The oldest cyclist uh, I've had come through here was uh, 68 years old, and he was turning 69 that year yet, and he'd done the... Uh, the original first uh, trail in 1976. So he said, well, if I'm ever going to do it again, I better do it now. So he did it again, and he showed up in late October and finished. But I was impressed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that is impressive, I have to say. I mean, to do it twice, too. Mm. Yeah, so you all not only provide food and, and shelter for them, but you also provide transportation sometimes to, to the John airport. John is so, or... so nice. He's picked them up from the airport, gone to um, shipping places to help them ship their bikes if they're back overseas. Uh, that's all John, I have to say. <laughs> um, and he's been so agreeable to do all of that, just working around his schedule for them. Well, I'm retired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I enjoy meeting the people. And I've got a, a Ford Windstar so I can load bikes in there. I've had as many as four cyclists, four bikes, and myself in there taking them to the bus station. So. Well, that's a nice service, particularly in areas where it's not necessarily served well by public transportation. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know that that's right. They're zero here in the village of Yorktown. So, taxis right. or Uber. Yes, taxis. that's right. Exactly. Right, right. I know the Virginia Capital Trail, the Jamestown to Richmond. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. uh, the cap to cap. Mm -hmm. You get in the middle there in Charles City, and uh, <laughs> there's there's nothing there, is there? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's very rural yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, there's some nice places there. There's a Cole's Courthouse Grill, and there's that nice vineyard there mm -hmm. uh, that's right near the trail. And uh, there might be a bed and breakfast there nearby and uh, occasionally. But, uh, yeah, it does get uh, pretty rural mm -hmm. out there. And I think now there's a group from Richmond that will transport people, pick them up and drop them off and things like that. But I think that's uh, become a lot more popular, the cap to cap, I believe. Mm -hmm. I, I know... I know uh, a lot of my friends that have done it. Yeah. And, and it, I admire them from a distance. <laughs> it makes the beginning of their, their route, this Transamerica route, very nice. Right. They go yeah. down the parkway to Jamestown and then get on that Virginia and Capital what Trail. What ride To Richmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very nice. So now, A lot of people don't like the parkway, though, because it's rough riding. Yeah. One good story about the uh, parkway is uh, had a young man called me about 8, 8 o'clock uh, one evening, and he was still in Williamsburg, and, you know, and checking to, on accommodations. So I said, sure, just give me a call, you know. 
He said, well, I should be there by about 9 o'clock. Well, 9 o'clock came and nothing. Finally, at 10 o'clock, I got the call. John, can you come get me? <laughs> he says, it's dark out here. <laughs> and cars are going by and they can't see me. <laughs> I said, okay, just stop by the side of the road. Tell me approximately where you are. And uh, so I drove out there at 10 o'clock at night and found them by the side of the road. And I said, yeah, it is really dark out there, you know. I mean, I, <laughs> but he was, he'd had it. I think he had trouble getting out of Williamsburg at night. Yeah. And then on the once it was on the parkway, you know, cars were zooming by and it was dark out. Yeah, there are no street lights. No street they, lights they, at they, all. If you don't have a full moon, you are yeah. out of luck. Yeah, you can't see it much. Mm -hmm. Right, and the lanes aren't, there aren't white lines in the middle. No, not at all. White lines lanes no. and everything. Let alone yeah. a side for the bikes. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the only one I've ever picked up <laughs> for the last 10, 10 miles. Well, 10K probably, yeah. It's about the 10K uh, marker on the parkway. It was interesting. John, can you pick me up? <laughs> So I was going to ask you, I guess I, we asked earlier, uh, if either of you were bikers yourselves. And uh, I know, Courtney, you're a swimmer. I'm a swimmer. And uh, <laughs> John, you're... I have a bike, and I used to ride it uh, with my, when my first grandson, uh, he's from Richmond, he used to come down on weekends a lot, and we'd go riding around the, the battlefields, and we rode up to Williamsburg once, and... But I haven't done too much lately. Right, right, right. Well, it's so nice of you all to do what you're doing. I, I, right. So this is, I, I, it makes me happy. And you can tell it makes John happy. If he'll go pick somebody up at 10 o'clock at night <laughs> on the parkway, dead at night, dark, dark, dark. Yeah, I think that um, we're a parish of doers and helpers. And um, anything we can do to spread... To spread cheer and help, help out anyone, we're happy to do it. Well, thank you so much, both You're of you. You're welcome. All You're right. welcome. This place got a lot of rave reviews in the logbook. First day feels like April Fool's. I never dreamed my first night on my epic adventure would include a beach house to myself and fabulous hosts. Say thanks to the Thursday Night Moms group for letting me sit in to help to get past the beginner's jitters. So here goes, Trans Am, eventually to Seattle. God bless. San Francisco, California to Yorktown, Virginia. My brother told me two things upon leaving his apartment in San Francisco. You'll always be going uphill, and the first thing you'll ditch is that instant ice pack. He was totally unequivocally right. I spent 55 days riding up glorious hills. This was a hard trip. Hard to be alone, hard to get up and ride, but ride 60 plus miles a day. Ultimately, it has been one of the best times of my life. I have no card to leave no blog to refer you to. You won't find me on social media and I'm currently without gainful employment. Some may question whether or not I actually exist. On our bike ride across America, I discovered the true meaning of existence. 
of spontaneously experiencing every day, every hour, every moment. We rode through awe-inspiring landscapes to discover the soul of this country and what we found was good. Thank you, John, for being part of the collective good. We found respite here when we needed it and the opportunity to connect with our pedaling friends. With all my heart, thank you. To all you cyclists, you rock. Thank you, Grace Episcopal. This space is so homey and restful and provides everything a person could want for a few days of relaxation. Beach access, cooking utensils, and dare I say, cable. Ain't no shame. What a good way to end a great trip. Realized when we got here that anything there was to gain from the trip had been gained along the way already. No brilliant flash of insight as I dragged my bike through the sand to the York River and posed for the final photo op. However, this was a great place to just be, to watch the moon path on the river, see a shooting star, enjoy CMT, eat too much, and drag myself out of bed for two sunrises. Pretty sweet. Thanks again. This is my first visit to the USA. Until now, I cycled about a thousand kilometers from Atlanta until Yorktown. It was more than great experience, far more than I had expected. I was deeply touched by the friendliness and hospitality of the U.S. people. They all wished me a safe trip, and some of them shaked my hand and welcomed me to the USA. Also, the people of the Grace Church were great. We did stay a couple of days at Riverview, and we met several other real nice people. This is very hard for me to express myself in English, but this experience is so great. Many thanks for allowing me to stay here for a few days and recover from my cycle across America. My main memory will be of the friendliness of the people. Should any member of your church be in the UK, I would be delighted to have them as guests. Thanks again. From the Wallaby Run in Kangaroo Island, South Australia. Thank you for such a wonderful place and so comfortable to stay at after our long ride across America. Thank you to all those churches and people who made us feel welcome in their land and in their hearts. To all the cyclists heading out on your voyage across this country on two wheels, I wish you the best and pray that you have a safe and enjoyable trip. To all cyclists finishing their trip, congratulations. I know the rush that you are feeling since I've made 16 coast-to-coast -coast trips since 1993. To Elsa, the rector, and all the members of Grace, thank you very much for providing this place of respite. I arrived in Yorktown at 5 in the morning to watch the sunrise after biking the 205 miles from Charlottesville in one push. Great town for swimming, food, friendship, and hospitality. Thank you for putting us up with such a great spot. And to any bikers reading this, congrats, you made it. Road Transamerica 
Newport, Oregon to Yorktown, Virginia. After a 101-mile day in the high heat and humidity, I couldn't ask for a more relaxing place to end my journey. I will have memories for a lifetime, but the one you always remember most is where you ended the journey. Thanks, John, for providing this place for cyclists. And that's it for today's podcast. This is George Mapp with the Carolina Tar Wheels.